Alrighty, everybody, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, week 13, and uh, Wiz, uh, you know, there's just so much going on right now football-wise, the injuries, uh, obviously, if you're in one of these leagues where, I have a couple of leagues where the, the playoff race is so undecided between contestants in the league, so these next two weeks are going to be uber important when it comes to fantasy football. Oh, no, no question about it. I mean, uh, yeah, I agree with you in a lot of leagues where a lot of teams are lumped together. And um, I'm in a few 12-team leagues where, you know, really uh, going into week 13, uh, in most situations, 10 teams uh, or more uh, have a chance to make the playoffs depending on uh, what your format is in terms of how many teams make the playoffs. Yeah, so I have to apologize, everybody, you know, given uh, I'm unfortunately traveling today, uh, so therefore we don't have the full slate of uh, prop bets because they're not all out on DraftKings, but, but, uh, so I'll apologize for that. So we're putting the weekend uh, lines out kind of early here, but we are going to talk DraftKings, we're going to talk some game lines, and, and a few of those prop bets that are out there we will discuss today, so I just wanted to kind of get that out in the beginning here. So uh, so yeah, so let's get into the games uh Rankings, DraftKings, uh, quarterback. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick us off at the quarterback position, Wiz. And uh, there's three guys I'm looking at this week uh, for various reasons. But look, I think Matt Ryan uh, has been kind of terrible over the last few weeks. Uh, I don't think that the Atlanta Falcons are gonna attempt to run the ball too much against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Matt Ryan and the and the Falcons actually played a very competitive game against Tampa Bay early in the season, and I think Matt Ryan's probably probably throw the ball about 45, 50 times in this ball game. So I like Matt Ryan and his price point this week, Wiz for for this week. Uh, I think he is priced at fifty six hundred bucks, which is pretty low. Um, I also like Kirk Cousins this week against San Francisco. Uh, no, no Dalvin Cook. I think they'll probably rely on. I, I don't think San Francisco's secondary is all that good. Cousins has been playing extremely well. Uh, I like Kirk Cousins this week, and he's going to give you a little bit of salary relief too at, at sixty five hundred. And I think this is. I mentioned that Tampa Bay Atlanta game. I just think that's going to be kind of one of these very high scoring games. And Tom Brady, who's kind of been a little bit inconsistent last week, it was all Leonard Fournette. But Tom Brady, to me, this week he's going to have probably get back on that touchdown train where he's got three or four touchdowns passing this week. So I'm taking Tom Brady at 7,200. Those are the quarterbacks I like. Two guys I don't like. Uh, forget about Russell Wilson for the rest of the year. It's completely gone awry in, uh, in, in Seattle. And Kyler Murray, if he comes back, I, I'm, I'm giving him a week or two to get back on his feet. Uh, he's going to be playing in Chicago. Who knows what the weather's going to be like. I'm staying away from Kyler Murray, even if he does play this week, Wiz. Uh, yeah, um, definitely. Um... But yeah, I definitely agree with uh, you know with with some of those things that you said. Uh, I'll start off with my fade. It's as well Russell Wilson. As long as he keeps getting priced at that mark, sixty four hundred, he's an auto fade for me. I love Tom Brady this week. I think Tom Brady's going to throw five touchdown passes this week. As long as Atlanta can keep up, and um, I agree that Matt Ryan's going to be throwing the ball a lot, so I'm loving Tom Brady, and I'm loving Justin Herbert as well at 6,700. Pretty clear and simple for me. Brady and Herbert, I'm loving, and I'm going to fade Russell Wilson. Um, I'll move to running back. Uh, I am going to first guy that I'm going to be playing this week is Alexander Madison. Um, 
I just love the matchup for him. I just think he's going to get the lion's share of the carries against the Lions, pun intended there. 7,600, Alexander Madison, I'm going to be playing him. I like James Conner as well, 5,900 until Chase Edmonds comes back. Really, they they just do everything with James Conner, throwing him the ball, everything. So I'm going to be playing him. And uh, if you listen to my podcast, pretty clear. 80, I mean, uh, I'm going to be fading at 7,900 Ezekiel Elliott. So that's what I got at running back. All right, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you uh, on, on the Elliott one for sure. Um, for me, the running backs I like this week, look, J.D. McKissick um, took a hit to the head. He's probably not going to play this week. Last week, um, Gibson had his most catches, I think, that he's ever had in his career. Uh, I, I really like Gibson this week. Um, he's priced correctly. He's in the he's in the mid five thousands. Uh, I, I like that player. I agree with you on Madison. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of people on Madison as well. Uh, I I also like a lot this week. Wiz is Elijah Mitchell. Uh, I think with no with no uh, Debo Samuel taking up the up, taking up the slack, Jeff Wilson will get a couple of carries. But I do think this week. Uh, is an Elijah Mitchell week at 6,000 against a Minnesota defense that does not uh, defend the run particularly well. Uh, I really like Elijah Mitchell this week. I'm going to say two guys I'm going to fade with. I I think you want to be careful. Uh, I know this is crazy, but that Jacksonville-Indianapolis game and where Taylor is priced, I could could see it kind of a game getting away quickly and them kind of resting him. So I just worry about that sort of thing. Um, I mentioned the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, their run defense, and I don't see Patterson actually having. Uh, look, he's explosive, no question. But I think if you're if you're Todd Bowles, that's the guy that you're taking away in this particular game. I, I'd be surprised if he has an outburst like he did last week. I'm also staying away from Daryl Henderson. Comes into this game nicked up. I think you have to keep a very close eye on Sony Michelle. Uh, he's also Sony Michelle is forty three hundred bucks. That's a player that I think warrants some attention this week at the at the uh, running back position. Was yeah. I agree with uh, a lot of that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, the Henderson situation is something to keep your eye on. And I think as you were telling me yesterday that even if Daryl Henderson does play, you think that uh, Tony Michel will get uh, a fair amount of carries in a game that the Rams could, should have control over the uh, over the Jaguars, but you're not quite sure. But uh, I, I I agree with that. So uh, why don't you take this out? By, by the way, I, I, I was – Minnesota is not playing. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota is not playing San Fran this week. It's the Seattle run defense, is what I meant to say. Uh, and I still yeah. like Elijah Mitchell. So, <laughs> All right, no problem. It's early. Yeah, so let, let, let's go to receiver. I, I guess I had the Vikings on my brain, uh, but I think Kirk Cousins is going to hook up with his boy, uh, Justin Jefferson, a lot this week. I know Thielen had the touchdowns last week. It'll be Justin Jefferson's turn this week. I really love Justin Jefferson. I'm completely fading DK Metcalf at this point in time. Wiz, you mentioned the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pick whichever guy you want between Godwin and Mike Evans, uh, but they're pretty low priced right now. Evans is sixty seven hundred, and Godwin is sixty six hundred. Whatever your flavor is, I'm going with one of those guys. I think uh, I think they'll be very integral in what they do uh, this particular week. I like Brandon Ayuk, uh, uh, Wiz as well. With no with no um, Debo Samuel, I think he'll get a lot of action in this particular game. He's also priced very comfortably at fifty six hundred. Uh, guys, I'm going to fade uh, in, in particular uh, in, in this game. I just I don't know. Cooper Cup is nine thousand bucks. 
I just don't see with that Jacksonville Ram game. I just worry that, about that being kind of like a lazy type game. So it's a high price to pay for a guy is what I would say. Um, I don't trust anybody in the Pittsburgh offense right now. Ben Roethlisberger is done. So I think you got to be very careful with anything Pittsburgh related at the moment because it's not going in the right direction. Um, and that's about the only thing. I, I guess the one other guy I would mention, I said I'm, I'm going to fade uh, – um, I'm going to fade uh, – um, Kyla Murray, it's very interesting where DeAndre Hopkins in his first week back is priced at 6200 I think that will be, for a lot of people, a player that a lot of people will actually look at playing this week. Um, so something to watch for there. And one other guy I really love this week was... We saw it last week in the Dallas game after after um, after Walla went down. But Hunter Renfro is going to catch a million balls in this game. Uh, Fifty eight hundred against Washington. Uh, I, I like Hunter Renfro as well. Yeah, so I go out of you know similar receivers. You do. I, I'm going to throw in Ceedee Lamb tonight. I think Ceedee Lamb. You know, I, I think Lattimore is not going to be playing a slot receiver. Uh, and I don't think the Cowboys are going to have much success running the ball. I do think they'll be able to throw the ball somewhat on them. So CeeDee Lamb, I like 6,700. I think he could have a big game today. Chris Godwin is a guy that, you know, I'm not sure how healthy, if he's 100%. It looks like he's kind of been battling through injuries. But he looked a little better. Um, and I have a feeling that he's going to have a very, very big game. Uh, so I like Godwin at 6,600. And I'm going to fade a wide receiver at 8,000, who's a great receiver. But I just think the Patriots and Bill Belichick are going to make the others beat them, and they're going to really try and take away Diggs. As good as he is, I think they're going to put a safety over the top and kind of make them go elsewhere with the ball. And he still may end up with like 60, 70 yards receiving and a touchdown. But at 8,000, I'm going to fade Stephon Diggs. Very interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Uh, very interesting call there. All right, Wiz, why don't you start us off at tight end? Yeah, so <clears throat> tight end. Um, I think I think off the bye week, Andy Reid um, comes back, and he, he just works magic off the bye week. I'm going to pay up. With Darren Wall out at 6,200, I just feel that – this is the game where Travis Kelsey bounces back. Uh, not that he you know, so much bounced back. He's had some good games. But off the bye week, I think Travis Kelsey maybe we, you know, was a little banged up. And the bye week, I think, is going to do him probably more wonders um, than anybody else. Uh, I, so I, I love Travis Kelsey at 7,300. I'm going to really you know, key him um, in a lot of my DraftKings lineup. I'm going to look to get salary uh, leverage elsewhere and then the the tight end that I'm going to fade is I, I think the the Steelers after being just absolutely humiliated by the Bengals are going to play a tough game and Mika Fitzpatrick is one of the best safeties in the NFL so I know that Lamar Jackson likes to throw the ball a lot to Andrews but I'm going to fade Mark Andrews at 6,000 this week so I'm loving Kelsey and I'm going to fade Andrews. Uh, it's interesting. I, I'm fading Andrews as well for the exact same reasons. Uh, and they were embarrassed, no question about it. But I think Andrews will get a lot of attention uh, this week. You know, 
I like a lot of tight ends this week. There's a, you know, I know Kittle did nothing last week, but he's in a good situation with no Debo. Uh, we talked about uh, Kyle Pitts. Uh, well, we talked about Atlanta. What we think that game's going to look like. Tampa Bay doesn't have a great pass defense, so Kyle Pitts could be very busy. The other, the other guy I'm actually a little bit nervous about with, with all of the players coming back, Zach Ertz has kind of moved up in, in price um, as the season's kind of progressed here. But they just have so many guys there, so I think he's just a little bit too high priced. I, I'd rather have a guy like uh, Foster Moreau for 20 2700 than Zach Zach Ertz for 5400. Uh, by the way, Zach, Foster Moreau at 2700 should be one of your break the slate guys uh, if he is, and I, I think he's a very very good candidate for that. But I think tight end all these guys, even Gronk and Hawkinson, they all have good matchups this week. Uh, I, I like a lot of those situations. Uh, but yeah, I, I would just throw in there that I, I, as a break the slate guy this week, uh, I, I'm very intrigued by. Um, I'm very intrigued by uh, Foster Moreau. The other guy, believe it or not, who I'm intrigued by uh, is is at 3,200 at receiver. Whiz. He was on the field the whole time last week, and he was he's been a failure in this league. He was a Minnesota Viking draft pick, but Laquan Treadwell uh, played a lot for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Caught a bunch of passes. 3,200. Maybe a break the slate guy. And right next to him, I mentioned Zay Jones. He's another candidate for me for a break the slate guy this week. Yeah, I like those as well. Foster Moreau is my break the slate guy as well. Uh, when he played the one game without Waller, he was 6-60 for 60 with a touchdown. I think you could have a similar effort this week against the Washington football team. So we're on the same page. I'm loving Foster Moreau um, as a guy that uh, you could put in there at $2,700, and he could end up being a top three to five tight end scoring uh, in fantasy this week. And then you could really load up on uh, some of the other guys that you feel more uh, you know, safe or confident with. So uh, right with you on Foster Moreau. All right, good stuff. Uh, all right, so let's go off to the games this week, Wiz. I think there's a lot of interesting lines this week. I have four games that I'm looking at this week. How many games do you have? I have one game. It's a two-unit play, and I absolutely love the game. So why don't I just get that one out of the way, and then you know you uh, tell us about the four games that you love. I am loving the Los Angeles Chargers this week, plus three against the Bengals. I know the Bengals feeling themselves, laughing at the Steelers, all of that, tremendous game. But this is a different situation, right? It's kind of easy when you have an elite pass rusher like Hendrickson and that, and, that, and that defensive line with a big lead teeing off on a quarterback that is at his age, has no mobility, is a sitting duck with, a, with not a good offensive line. Here comes Justin Herbert, a different story, tremendous move, mobility, knows how to climb the pocket, knows how to escape and throw the ball deep, and is more than willing to escape the pass rush and hurt you running the ball himself. Um, and I know the Chargers have had a tr- trouble stopping the run, and I think Mixon is going to have a good game. But I, I think the Chargers are going to be in such a dominant position in this game with the scoreboard that they're not going to be able to ground and pound with Mixon. This is a different story than what they faced last week. This is a, a completely different situation. My one game, my two-unit play of the week, the Chargers are going to not only cover the three points getting, they're going to win the game outright, and I'm saying in a confident way against the Bengals. Definitely a bold call. Definitely a bold bold call given that, uh, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals come in one of the biggest thrashings all week long, so uh, all year long that they've been at. So, uh, yeah, that's an interesting call, Wiz. Definitely a uh, 
Definitely a zigzag, I would say, for you in that one. Uh, so uh, I actually have four games, and, and one of the games is the game that you just mentioned. I actually like the over at 50.5 in that Chargers-Cincinnati game. I think it's going to be probably the highest-scoring game of the week. So that's one of the things I like uh, for this week's games. All my plays are one-unit plays this week. Uh, I don't I don't think Daniel Jones is playing this week, Wiz. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are favored by 4.5. They're actually one of the hotter teams in the NFL right now. 4.5 uh, against the Giants. I like the Dolphins. Um, another team that's actually very hot is uh, it, I, I'm tempted to take the Colts at 8.5, but I have a weird feeling I'm staying away from that game. I was very tempted by it, but I'm not staying with that one. Uh, I am going with the Atlanta Falcons getting 11 points at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Atlanta getting 11 points against the Bucs. And the last one, I am going to take under Seattle, San Fran, 46 and a half. I think this will be a game that San Francisco wins. They dominate. They time of possession. I mentioned Elijah Mitchell already. Uh, but I'm going to take the under at 46 and a half in the Seattle-San Fran game uh, for this week. Wiz. Those are my four games for the week. All righty. And, uh, you know, in terms of the prop bets we talked about in the last podcast, you know, what we like, you like Pollard over combined rushing and receiving. I like Ezekiel Elliott under rushing yards. Now, for the Sunday games, I would say probably at this point 80% of the player props, maybe even more, are not out yet. So I guess we'll just talk about some that – if there are any already out that we like, we'll talk about, but then others that maybe are not out that we will we'll play when they do come out. So why don't you uh, talk about that? Well, the one that one that's out right now, uh, there's two that I'm very interested in. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play Justin Gage at over 51 and a half yards receiving. I, I'm going to definitely play that one. I think Kyle Pitts will get more attention in this game. That's the one that's out that I really do like. The one that I'm very intrigued on that is out at the moment, Wiz, and I'm curious to hear your point. I mentioned Cordaro Patterson as a potential fade. We know teams do not rush the ball very well. I got burned big time uh, late in that game where Jonathan Taylor looked like he was not going to get any yards against Tampa Bay. I didn't know what happened. I thought that was a surefire win. I looked up. He had 80 and a half yards rushing. You had mentioned to me that he basically got handed the ball seven times in a row. I uh, ended up losing that bet by a yard and a half. Uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. But uh, it's a really low line for Patterson, 34 and a half. I'm just kind of curious what you, what you think about that. Uh, and, you know, is this the type of game where, you know, you just see it a pass fest, or is that just a, a line that they're just tempting you with to take the over with Cordaro Patterson, who's one of the hotter fantasy players out there? Yeah, I, I think the, the low line is due to the fact that if you play this over, you kind of got to think that it's going to be with passing yards because you're just difficult to run against them. Um, you know, and he may get some rushing yards. Uh, you know, it would be difficult to play the under on Quartaro Patterson the way he's been so hot. But I think if you're going to play the over and the bet's going to win, he's going to make, a, you know, some plays in the passing game, which he certainly is capable of making. He has been making. So, uh, yeah, I, I would not fault anybody for wanting to ride the uh, Quartaro Patterson, uh, high, you know, bandwagon at this point. He's just on fire. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, as far as other bets that are potentially going to be out there, uh, I'm going to be very curious. You mentioned Tom Brady. I mentioned him in DraftKings. I'm going to be curious where that 
touchdown line is. It'll probably be a two and a half line, but that's definitely a player. I mean, we've both mentioned it. So I've got my eye on him. I've got my eye on Kirk Cousins. I'm curious to see what what his passing yards are at as well. Uh, Those are two players at the quarterback position that that I'll be looking at. Uh, The the lines are not out at this time, but, you know, again, just just players that I'm kind of keeping in mind here in terms of what they're going to do for the week. Uh, Other guys... Uh, look, I think uh, Alexander Madison will, will be an interesting total in terms of uh, total yards uh, rushing and receiving. Uh, that's that's one that I will definitely pay close eye, close attention to. Uh, you mentioned Andy Reid and the Chiefs coming out of a bye week. Uh, I, I I got a feeling that that you know the, the Chiefs will come out with all systems blazing here. So you want to look at those offensive pass catchers on, on the Chiefs as well. Uh, I think they will warrant some attention. I want to see what the Jamal Williams line is as well, because I think he's going to get a lot of action against the Minnesota Vikings. So just a few players that, 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 that are kind of on my radar. I mentioned Sony Michelle. I'm not sure if there's going to be a line on the player. I think Daryl Henderson you know, is coming into this game uh, with some injuries. Uh, so that's a player that I, that, that I would want to take a look at. And the last guy is a guy who's just red hot is Darnell Mooney. Uh, I played him on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, you know, Again, another player that I'm looking at, I think he'll, he's playing well uh, and a guy that I'm going to be looking at as a potential prop bet choice this week, Wiz. Yeah, so the Brady one, uh, I'm going to play. It's over two and a half touchdowns thrown, and uh, you're getting odds, believe it or not, on Brady throwing three or more touchdowns. So they played the Falcons in week two. He threw five touchdowns. They played them twice last year. He threw two in one game and I believe four in the other. So the last three games he's played against them since he's been a Tampa Bay Buck, he's thrown for 11 touchdown passes, a lot closer to averaging four. Um, So I'm playing Brady over two and a half getting odds. And I'm going to tell you my best prop play of the day. It's a player that you mentioned. I'm going to play total yards for Antonio Gibson. First of all, the Raiders can't stop the run, and Antonio Gibson is getting a lot of carries. Now, you add into the fact that McKissick is banged up, and Antonio Gibson had his best receiving day, and if he is just able to catch, say, you know, get two or three or four receptions uh, added on to his running game, I'm loving that one. So, the two that I'm going to play for sure are Antonio Gibson over total yards, Tom Brady over touchdown passes. Um, it, what the Colts did against Brady last week was very simple. Even when they got down to the goal line, they said, we're not letting you throw the ball. They were double covering Mike Evans when the Colts literally had the ball at the one. I mean, when the Tampa Bay Bucks had the ball at the one yard line, they didn't want him to throw touchdown passes. So that's why Fournette had those walk-in touchdowns. I don't think Atlanta's going to be doing that. I think it, you know, it was going to be a wild game. And uh, I'm loving Tom Brady over touchdown passes along with Gibson over total yards. All right, was fantastic, fantastic. All right, so uh, that that's a wrap up on today's. Anything uh, further to add as we head into week number thirteen here, Wiz? No, I mean I just think that you know you got to uh, you know try and make preparations if you have a playoff spot sewn up. Kind of look at what's going on in week fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. If you know you're battling it out for that playoff spot, you got to take it 
literally one uh you know one one game at a time and uh and um and 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 hopefully you know you could get through but uh yeah you were saying just a lot of these leagues just seems there are a bunch of teams in contention so uh we'll see how it pans out i know we're both helping uh guys in some leagues and uh they're in battle so uh hopefully it'll work out for us and for them as well all right, Wiz, fantastic job as always. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Uh, make sure you listen. Good luck, everybody, this week. Again, uh, it's crunch time, uh, trying to get into the playoffs. It's never easy. Um, I know Wiz and I are in that position in, in the league that we're partners in. So, yeah, everybody, good luck this week um, as, as we head down to the final stretch of the regular season of the fantasy football season. All right, everybody, have a good one. Wiz, enjoy, and we will talk later. Right, you got it. Thanks.